So welcome to episode 65 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Nathan, I know the last few weeks have been kind of a whirlwind for us. Wrapping up the year, you know, one of the biggest items on both of our plates have been working on our 2023 budget for our respective organizations, while also working on the end of the year fundraising. Tim, I got to say, I am exhausted. You know, just like you just said, swinging back and forth between fundraising, which of course I love, and budgeting, which literally gives me a headache. I I feel like a yo-yo, Tim. I have to be honest that I'm really looking forward to some downtime between Christmas and New Year's to take a breath, enjoy time with family and friends. And also, I plan to spend some time reviewing 2022 and then set my compass for 2023. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to some of the same things. and But this year, I'm doing something different. I am I'm making myself a big promise that I am not going to look at 2023 revenue numbers until gifts have been processed for the new year. I this year, Tim, I am refusing to look at a big fat zero in 2023 revenue column. Well, I know this is a time when everybody starts talking about, you know, looking ahead and and putting all your plans and goals together. It can be kind of overwhelming. But we do want to talk today about leading with intention in 2023. And we want to share one of the ways that Nathan and I use. But before we do, last week's episode, you heard us talk about a masterclass that Nathan and I will be offering after the first of the year. And Nathan, I think we have an update on that. Tim, indeed we do. Um, Actually, our masterclass is going to be a series of classes each one focusing on one of the big five components that you need to be paying attention to, to run your organization. And our first one is actually going to be fundraising. Now, I know you might be shocked that we are going to be starting with fundraising, uh, but in reality, uh, in the conversations that we're having having with you uh, and other listeners, it's pretty clear that fundraising is, in fact, a primary need. So that's where we're going to be starting. So Nathan's going to be leading this class with some pretty exciting objectives, such as, you know, understanding why people give, creating your annual fundraising plan, which is a really important thing, learning how to cultivate donors and close major gifts. And probably the most important is how to raise $5,000 before you end the class. And you're going to want to be a part of this master class. So what we're going to have you do If you are interested in getting more information about it and saying, hey, put me on the list. I'm really interested. I'm going to put in the show notes a a link to our nonprofitleader.online website where there's a contact space where you can give us your name, your email, and a message. I want to let you know that I'm interested in the masterclass you're offering. All right, that's awesome, and, and it is going to be a great class, and and we hope to hope to see you there. Hope hope you can be part of it. All right, enough about that, Tim. What do you got for us today? Well, several years ago, I started following a guy named Chris Brogan online, and I read his blog and some of his books. I watched some of his videos and attended some of his online seminars and training. And one of the best things that I picked up from him was his yearly habit called "My Three Words." 
And starting back in 2006, each year, Chris would select three words he would use to direct his energy and his actions and his focus for that upcoming year. You know, Tim and I, over the last several years, have, have both have been doing this. And, you know, we we choose our words. And then usually in December, we sit down and kind of share each word with with each other and, and why we're picking that and how we're hoping that will impact uh, what we do in the next year. And it's been interesting. More than once, we've actually picked the same word. Uh, and so that's kind of cool. But uh, we really found it helpful. And so let's talk about this. And here are some of the things to keep in mind about uh, choosing these three words and how it'll impact you. And then when we're done with with some key points, Tim and I are going to share our words from 2022. So I think there are three things to keep in mind when we think about these these words. And it's interesting, as I recall, the word that we both selected for one of our years, I think, was joy. Yeah, And I believe we <laughs> were in the middle of just some really hard stuff. It might have been around the pandemic. I can't remember. But we just felt like we needed to start thinking about joy in our lives. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a tough time for both of us. Yeah. But it was so cool how as we were revealing, it's like, why? You you chose joy as well. So it was it was really interesting. But here are, here are three things to keep in mind as we talk about this today. First of all, you've heard Nathan especially say this so many times. There is, It is so important to live with intention. We have the opportunity every day to make choices. How we spend our time, what we give ourselves to, what we focus on. And before we lead our organizations, we need to be able to lead ourselves, which will flow into our organizations. And so being able to, at the beginning, say, hey, here are the things that I care about. Here are the things I want to focus on. Um, I want to. I want to try to set a a map ahead of time on where I want to head. Now, the three words can become, to quote Chris Brogan, lighthouses that provides a way to see if our choices are in alignment with my identified priorities, the things that I say I want to move forward in. And let me ask you, Nathan, does it all work out great when you do those three words? <laughs> no, <laughs> not always. Uh, sometimes it does. You know, I, I think over the years that I've done this, it has um, it, it has helped me stay on track. Uh, it has helped me, uh, you know, kind of like when we talk about vision, uh, your nonprofit vision, which is, a, you know, a, a picture of a preferred future. You know, these these living with intentionality is a a description, a picture of a preferred future. And you if you don't know what that preferred future is, then it's kind of hard to pursue it. And and I think another thing, Tim, on, on this and living with intention is it's not just about work. You know, it's just as much about your home life and with your family and with your neighbors, with your friends, whatever the case may be. It's it's not Yes, our work is incredibly important because the work that we're doing in small to medium-sized nonprofits is incredibly important for the people we serve. However, there's also life outside of work. And so intentionality is not just about work. It's also about life in general. So the first the first point is that we get we get the opportunity and we should take it to live our lives with intention. As we move into actually beginning to think about, hey, what three words should I choose? The second point is, is that action-oriented words are the best. 
I was reminded this week by another person who I follow online, Justin Welsh, when he talked about the fact that it's action and execution that solves our problems and keeps us moving forward. And it's best if the words we choose have action behind it, as opposed to a noun. Now, sometimes you can use a noun. You could, I mean, you you choose what's going to motivate you. But we've found, and and I think Chris would say as well, that action words are the best when we're when we're thinking about this. Yeah, and you know, sometimes nouns can also be verbs depending on a frame of reference that you're that you're addressing. So a you could be a father. All right. Well, father is a noun. It's a person, place, or thing. But being a father is not just a title. It is action. It is love and it's support and it's helpfulness and it's encouragement and you know all the things that being a good father is. So father is is a verb. You know, marriage, yeah, a noun, but it's also it's a verb. You, it's action. So when you look at these words, I, I think you can you can actually use a noun sometimes, but from the frame of reference of what it takes to to from the verb aspect of what what does it take to effectively live that out in your daily life, that becomes action orientated. And the hope is that the words have motivation. <laughs> They they give you a they give you a light a lighthouse to be able to look and see where things are, but they also give you motivation to act. So action oriented words are the best when you're thinking about this. And I think the last the last uh, principle or the last point is this: that once you choose those words, you need to keep the words in front of you every day. And I know this is true with you, Nathan. The three words that I choose are near the top of my daily planning tool and on my calendar. I put them where I can see them every day. Because they don't do if, if you if you go through the effort, you you think through what you want to do, you create them, you write them down, and then you don't look at them until March or that's the first time you think about it. They're they're not really doing you any good. So it's got to be in front of you every day and and that's whatever works for you. You know, maybe you write it on an index card and tape it to the bathroom mirror, or you know, you have it in a daily planner, or you put it on the visor of your car, whatever, whatever works for you, so that it's in front of you every day and, and part of your daily activity. I, I know we talk about Rob Hatch a lot, but Rob had mentioned that he actually writes the three words out every day. I mean, he he has a uh, a piece of paper that's his his plan and he actually writes it at the top of every day and so just that act is reminding him again and and it's great to have it in front of you because when have you ever been in a place where you're you have a break you're sitting at your desk or you're in your car or you're somewhere and you say i've got this break what should i do with this next thing i'm gonna you know what's the next step i need to take and oftentimes looking at those words give you some some sense of okay, this is this is where I need to go. This is what I will do when I have this this open time. And Nathan, I know you talk about reflection. You know, taking time to think about these words. What what does that look like for you? Yeah, and you know the the taking time to to actually sit uh, without Instagram and without Twitter and without your email and oh yeah, without your phone. 
and just taking some time to, you know, what, what would my day look like today? If I actively pursued those three words, if I lived those out and, and the desire that I have identified that these are, these are areas of my life that I really want to focus on this year. And so if I actually did that today, even if it was only a couple of minutes, what would that do to my day? What, what impact could I make? And then conversely at the, uh, at the end of the day, and this is, this is not to beat yourself up. That's not what I'm saying here, but to just assess, you know, how my day went, what I did well, what I could have done better, you know, what I'm going to do different tomorrow. And then, you know, what, what, in what situations were there in my, as I experienced my day where I could have stepped into one of those three words and I could have done a little bit more here, a little bit done there. And again, not, not to not to beat yourself up, but to say, okay, next time that happens, I'm going to be better prepared to step into that than I was when I experienced that today. Basically, we're saying three things here. The idea that it's important to live with intention. That as you think about three words you're going to choose, let's move them to be action-oriented words. And let's keep the words in front of us every day and let them actually impact the kinds of things that we're doing. So as we said, Nathan and I do this every year. We we uh, sit down and we reveal our our words and why we chose them and, and all that. And so we're coming to the end of 2022. And so we thought we'd take just a minute or two to share the words that we chose and how how they went and uh, and go from there. So I guess maybe I'll jump in first, Nathan. Is that all right? I'll, I'll you share back. my words. How about it? So I, I chose these three words. Uh, the first word was notice. And that really came out of things that I was thinking about at the end of 2021, that people who really have, make an impact are often people who notice things. They, As they go through life, they create an awareness of what are the challenges? What are the things that, that need to be done? Where, where do people need help? I made a decision that I wanted to, to be more aware. I wanted to notice things around me. So notice was one of the words. The second word was, and I and I love this because I sat in on Chris Brogan's kind of uh, putting this together for this year, and I found out I could use a number. So I chose the word five. And the word five for me is that as I look at my life, um, I'm moving towards a point in my life in about five years where I will be making some decisions about what I'm doing now and what's ahead of me. You know, I don't plan to retire. I, I'm going to keep busy, but I'm going to have to make some decisions. And there's some some ideas and thoughts and plans that I need to be thinking about and working on. And so five became a reminder that in five years, I'm going to have some decisions to make. And then the last one was right, uh, W-R-I-T-E. And I really have in my my heart to do more writing, to write about my experiences, things around nonprofit, but just things that are really important to me. And so I wanted to be more uh, intentional about writing this year. I feel like I've gotten better at noticing. I'm trying to write things down that I see. Um, I did quite a few things this year to think about what's coming up in five five years, like thinking about financial choices and and talking with my wife about plans and so 
I continually tried to educate myself about some of those kind of kind of things. And I actually did a writing course this year. I spent a month writing every day for 30 days. I feel like the writing course helped me to be a better communicator in not only writing, but also speaking as I as I grabbed on some of the principles. I think sometimes we find that maybe one or two words are stronger than the others, but I feel like particularly five and right have been much stronger um, this year. Yeah, I totally agree with that, I, especially five. I, I know that was a big one for you this year. And and we've had, uh, and we've said this on, on previous episodes, but Tim, Tim, Tim and I have been friends for uh, coming up on 15 years, I think. And, yes. uh, and so we have a deep friendship. And so I've heard you talking about, you know, those decisions that you're working on not every week, but I, I bet two or three times a month. And so that definitely was a, was a, a primary thing for you. And, um, and the writing course, it was great. It was, uh, some of the things that you learned there, uh, actually we've implemented into our podcast and how we plan it and how we design it. And so I think that was, that was great. Um, I think it's, and I know you enjoy doing that. So my only response back would be you enjoy doing that and you got pretty good at it. So you know, as you go Keep into the it. new year, let's not, let's not totally lose that as a, as a thing. Uh, so good. So I, I don't know. And next year in 23 is, is five, is that going to be four? Are you going to like do a little countdown? And... We'll, we'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So my three, my three words, uh, my first one was daily and I, I picked daily actually, uh, <laughs> I think that motivated me to do that is I saw myself, our neighborhood, we've lived in the same house for uh, 24 years. And we're like in the entire neighborhood, I think uh, when it comes to seniority, I think we're number three. I think there's only two other families that have lived here longer than we have. And so over those 24 years, you see this, this wave of kids uh, you know, young couples move in, they have two or three kids or whatever, how many kids they have, they grow, get up to be six, seven, eight years old, they move out. Uh, and so, and right now we're in a cycle where it, it is, I bet there's 25 kids on our street that are under the age of 15 or probably under the age of 12. There's kids everywhere. And I caught myself one day, a couple of years ago, I was actually the old guy, uh, that got mad that kids were on my yard. Uh, and I, ca I caught myself and it's like, no, 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 I, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Um, now to be honest, I can be that guy really easily, uh, but I don't want to be that guy. So I started, you know, every day, uh, uh, interacting with those kids and, uh, in a positive, in a positive way, not a negative way. And so I just, and I thought, man, I could use that in the rest of my, in my professional career or my professional life you know, making sure that I'm giving credit to staff and volunteers and the work that they're doing and making sure that they know that they're loved and appreciated and with my family, with my kids, with my spouse. And uh, all of a sudden it's like, okay, I need to be doing these things daily. Uh, so that's where daily came from. And I, you know, I think I've done okay with that. I, I, I do have to be intentional. Uh, I do have a tendency to get uh, what's the word I want? I have a, I have a tendency to get, uh, achievement focused. And so I, I, it's easy for me to forget the human aspect. So I, I have to, I have to be intentional 
about remembering that. Uh, I have not yelled at the neighborhood kids in over a year. So I, I that's a big win for me, Tim. That's good. Uh, so I, you know, I did, I did, I've done okay on daily. Uh, second was efficient. For me, I am also a, I tend, I, I love strategy. I, I love being, uh, I love vision. I love big directional things. I am not as good when it comes down to tactics and actually having a to-do list and and clicking off, you know, nine things on, on a day and making a check mark. So the efficiency part is every day, this is more work-based is that when I walk in ready to go, I do office out of the home. So, you know, walking into my office is walking into the, into the old uh, dining room. That's now my office. I gotta, I gotta come with intention. I gotta come. I, I gotta get stuff done. You know, there's things and there's some things that I do to, to help me stay focused and stay efficient, but it's every day knowing that I've got three or four things that I've got to get done and I'm getting those things done. So that's efficient. I, I, I would give myself a strong B minus on that for this year. Uh, I'm better than I used to be. I used to be a C minus uh, student on that. So I'm getting better and, but I just staying efficient every day. And then the third one for me was actually move. And Tim, you, you and I were talking about this before we started to record. I think, when I think about this, I, 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 it, what always comes to my mind is lazy and I got lazy during COVID. Now that's not really true because during COVID, most of my donors for my organization are my, my major gift donors are all across the country. Uh, I have a few local to where I live, but not very many. Most of them are, are national. So I have to travel to them. Well, Obviously, during COVID, we couldn't do that travel. And so I think in my head, I got to where I'm not out seeing my donors, which is the best part of my job. And so I got it became very easy to just be in the house and, and it'd be like three days and I hadn't left the house. And so move was a little bit of getting now that that COVID's kind of behind us mostly and we get to get back out there again, getting back out, seeing donors again, which I love to do, but also you know, even if it's going for a half an hour walk at, at during lunch or uh, when I actually eat lunch or at the end of the day when my wife comes home and, you know, we go for a walk after dinner or something or, you know, going to a movie or go, getting out and doing stuff, moving. Uh, that was that was a big one for me. And I think I, I thought I did pretty well with that this year. Uh, and that, so out of the three, that was probably my most daily and move is probably the two that really impacted me the most. I tried to be efficient, but I did daily and move. I, I, I actually did those pretty well. Well, I would just encourage you as well, Nathan, that I feel like I've seen you really take on the daily side and somewhat efficient in the sense that you uh, most days have sat down, as I understand, have sat down and have actually planned ahead. You've written down what you want to accomplish You've you've had your plan in front of you, and whether you fulfilled it or not, I don't know. But um, but generally, I've I've seen that that's become more uh, more important to you, and you've actually done it. And so, I, and I think it's because you chose that ahead of time to say yeah. this is going to be an important part of my life. Definitely more consistent with that part of my of my work life, and uh, so yeah, for for sure. So. I will say the the aspect of move. Uh, part of the reason that we do podcasts rather than YouTube is because Nathan stays in his house for four days at a time and 
that's not necessarily true, but anyway. <laughs> so you can maybe get a little picture of how these these impact us and how they roll over into our work that we we do um, as well. And and Nathan and I are working on our words for 2023. And we were going to share them on an upcoming podcast as well, what we chose and why, just to kind of kind of play this along. So we hope we hope this is helpful to you as you think about what's ahead for 2023. There are no magic bullets that makes everything work perfectly when it comes to our goals, our productivity and our efficiency. But there are tools and processes that provide help, encouragement and focus. And my three words, is one of those tools. And we encourage you to give it a shot. Put some time aside, reflect on 2022, and then look ahead to 2023. What three words can help bring motivation and guidance to you next year? Well, thank you for listening today. And if you are benefiting from what is being shared on this podcast, we would really like to ask you to share a review on the platform that you're listening to this podcast on. And it's pretty simple to do if you on most platforms, if you just scroll down to the bottom, there's a place there to leave a review and it helps us with the algorithms so that this show gets out to more people and benefits more people who might also benefit from it. So if you would like to get in touch with us, our contact information can be found in the show notes. Well, that's all for today. Until next time.